The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Welcome back to the Small Biz Ahead podcast. I'm Elizabeth Larkin. I'm here with Jean Marks. Jean Marks is a small business owner and expert. Welcome, Jean. Thank you, Elizabeth. It's good to be here with you. It's great to be here. <laughs> Today, we're talking about market <laughs> research. We're going to talk about what it is, how a small business owner would conduct market research, and then whether or not it's actually going to be useful for your business. Because mm. market research does take time. It does. And it is an expense. Yes. Whether you do it yourself or you pay someone else to do it. Um, So we're going to tackle that topic right after we hear from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property, liability, and workers' compensation insurance. Check out The Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. So, Gene, what is market research? Market research is finding out information about a potential market that you want your company to go into. So I'm starting up a business now that's providing, you know, live online training um, for some of the products that we sell. If I really had my act together, I'd be doing more better market research into that. Like I'm doing what a lot of business owners do. And we, we sort of take a hunch, you know, we, um, I look around, I searched around a little bit. I'm like, oh, it doesn't seem like there's much of that out there. So this seems like a good thing to do. And clients are asking me for it. You know, so it's all anecdotal. You know, when you meet marketing people from large companies, I forget the guy's name, but I, I emailed this, uh, he was like the VP of marketing at like Heineken, the brewery. And they, they were doing like some campaign. They were going to be giving away products, some bars and whatever. And they bought like a bunch of data and they analyzed what demographic they're going to target in the region or whatever. They knew going into this campaign what the response was going to be to this campaign. I mean, now they spent like a bunch of money on the research, on the data and the analysis to like targeting before they actually spent money on the actual campaign itself. Um, And they and that's what when you deal with trust me, you know, at the Hartford, you know, your VP of marketing here, you know, when 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 she's going to be launching campaigns, you know, there's a lot of thought put in ahead of the game to minimize risk. Yeah. Small businesses don't, don't do a good job at that. I don't do a good job at that. And the reason why we don't do a good job is because we just, you have the time, we have the time, we have the money, you know, we have the patience, you know, we're all (laughs) over the place or whatever. So we all are at that fault. So I guess the, the, so, so, you know, yes, we should be doing more market research. I, I will never be able to do the kind of research that a large company like Heineken or a Hartford does, Mm -hmm. but, um, there are some things I could be doing better as a small business or that we all could be doing better as small business owners. But you've done a little bit of market research because you got feedback from your Right. So there's, it's anecdotal, 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 right? Okay. There's still like no quantitative. I can't, I should be able to be launching this new business, this online training platform and telling you like, I know exactly how exactly many, how, subscribers how many prospective subscribers and what percentage of people are going to sign up and then what that's going to convert into in dollars. I should, I should be able to give you those numbers and I can't. Okay. Now, if you're looking to raise money uh, from venture capitalists um, or bringing outside investors or even certain things, you have to do that. I mean, you if you're asking for other outsiders to put money into your business, then you have got to be spending money with market research firms. 
Um, it can't just be anecdotal that like, oh, you know, I think this will be, this is a great idea and this will work. Um, you, you have to do it. So now, why do you feel comfortable? I'm kind of putting you on the spot okay. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you never get upset when I put you on the spot. You're just like, bring it on. It's fine. Go ahead. So why do you feel comfortable launching this new business, so this, this online course without doing all the market research that you say you would like yeah, it's, to do? Yeah, it's a really good question. So um, a few things. I, I mean, I'm going to be investing, you know, in the end, probably a couple hundred thousand dollars into this business. And it's just it's going to be coming out of my money. Okay? okay. Over a period of a few years. Is, you know, I do have that planned That's out. A lot. It's a lot of money because it's it's a lot for the platform and then it will be a lot to staff it up a little bit and then marketing is the big expense because yeah. you if you build it, will they come, right? So that's kind of a big gamble. Now, one thing I'm not doing, and this is another topic for another day, is I'm not betting the farm. So I'm not putting my life savings into this. It's a percentage of what I know I can afford over the next few years. So that's all good. Um, so your question is, why am I doing this without having done... Why are you comfortable doing this? Yeah, why am I, why am I comfortable doing this? Um... It's a really good question. It's not, a, I don't have a good answer for you because I don't have the data to back it up. Well, I thought you were going to say, cause you have so much experience in the industry. Uh, that is what I was going to say. I mean, I have a, I have a pretty good gut. Okay. Like, okay, I've been running this business for, you know, almost 25 years and we have a lot of clients. I know the industry really well. And I know there's a need. I have clients asking me, can you yeah. do this? And we, the, the products that we sell, a lot of people want the training, but then they don't want to pay the hourly rates. So I think I'm, I've got a much better solution. And I've actually asked clients, like if we were to provide this kind of solution, would you be interested? And I'm, I'm hearing, again, it's anecdotal. Yeah. You know, yes, we, you know, whatever. If I really was doing it right, I would hire a market research firm to across the country. Jeez, across, I, I'm, I want to market this around the world, this online platform. Um, and literally, it's like a, a, you know, a scientific sample size and interview, and come back to me and say, we interviewed 1,500 prospective business owners and this percentage said this, that whatever. And then I would know whether to move forward. But of course, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And I should do that. And what would that cost? That would probably cost me, I would think, ten or $25,000 to do. And I would rather, I'd rather put that money into the actual product, into the actual platform. And then I also don't have the patience to wait because I, my gut tells me otherwise. Don't take, don't do what I'm doing. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like if you have the ability to show more patience and be more mature about it, do what a lot smarter companies do. The VP of marketing's at the Hartford and whatever, Heineken or whatever. If you can afford to spend some money on market research, it's definitely better than what I'm doing. Okay. So let's say <clears throat> you wanted to do market you research. You want to. Yeah. Let's say you are, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of a good business. Okay. Let's Any say you're, you're a coffee shop. Okay. And you want to start selling your products and shipping them. Okay. Or yeah, how about this? Uh, you know, say you're a coffee shop and you're located at, you know, 8th and Chestnut Street in Philadelphia and you want to open up another coffee shop. You want to expand yeah. your coffee shop. Okay. And you want to open up another one at, you know, I don't know, wherever, 2nd and Walnut Street. You know, the question is like, should you or, or not? I mean, how many stories do we hear of chains that expanded and then they, they make the run and they collapse yeah. or whatever? So you should hire a research firm that looks at the demographics, the people that are there. So how do you find one? Well, that's a good question. So I did research research firms at one point. So on the, Amer the American Marketing Association has got a really good publication. Um, it's called, it's actually, they do this every year. It's called the AMA Gold Report. And it's, um, they did one for 2017. You can, we can put it in the show notes yep. and you can Google AMA Gold Report. They list like the top 50 market research firms. Now, these are larger firms, so you can always go out and Google 
market research firms. But take a look at the top 50 that are out there um, because, you know, they're going to cost a little bit more, but they might be worth it. And there's a firm that, you know, if you spend a few thousand bucks with them, maybe more, depends on the project, they could scout out second and walnut and learn the demographics and look Foot at the competition traffic. around there, right? And the traffic going through there and all that, and and would be able to come back and say, yeah, we, we could tell if you opened up a coffee shop there, uh, there would be this demand for it. And then you're going into it like with a, you know, you know, with your eyes wide open. That's the right way to do it. Now the problem with doing it that way is that if you hire any one of those firms, you might spend twenty five thousand dollars. And if you're a coffee shop, that's you don't a, have that money. Yeah, that's a lot of money to spend. So how about some alternatives? Well. I've had some clients that have had really good success with small business development centers. So um, the SBDCs, there are many of them around the country. They're funded by the Small Business Administration, and they attach themselves to local universities. So I had a client that was making, they were actually a, um, um, they were a company that made uh, panels, electrical panels, and they wanted to go into business of making solar panels. And they didn't know what the market would be to sell these solar panels. So they went to the Small Business Development Center, true story here in Philadelphia, um, at the Wharton School. And the Wharton School has an SBDC associated with it. And they got like two undergrads and two grad students. Wharton, like way smarter than me. And they did a whole analytical study of the solar board market in North America huh. and, and then delivered him a written report. And like, wow. these kids get like college credit for doing it and all that. It's awesome. And it's all free. Wow. It's completely free. So if you're looking, you know, as long as you're okay to, you know, rely on like students doing the work, they're supervised, but they're still students. Um, the small business development centers are a great place and it's free to get a market research That's study great. done. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of my clients use them and really like them. Any other alternatives to hiring a firm? So, I mean, you know, you can, you can hire individuals to work along with you. I mean, you can just find them, you know, by, by on LinkedIn. Um, so professionals that just do freelance market research. Now, again, you got to get referrals and whatever you're going to pay, but they're you're just paying them by the hour to do. And they're, yeah. they're, they're potentially a lot less money. I have money. a friend whose sister does that. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, you know, I, you know, there are a lot of people out there that love to just research stuff. And yeah. of course, nowadays online, there's so many different capabilities. And these people, if they do a good job, they subscribe to a lot of sites that you and I wouldn't subscribe to because we would never use them. Yeah. But if it's part of their business, they do it. And again, they'll charge you 100 bucks an hour, 200 bucks an hour, and they'll spend 10 hours doing it or 20 hours, a lot less than if you were to you know, hire like a larger firm. So, so individual freelancers are, are very good. And then the final place is your industry association. So, um, again, if you're a retailer, if you're a coffee shop and you're looking to expand, if I was a coffee shop, first of all, I would hope I would belong to some associate national retail association, you know, national restaurant association, whatever, whatever association I belong to. I would go to the association and say where I want to do some market research. Who do you recommend? And a lot of times associations have those resources or it can refer you to those resources. Okay, this is kind of a weird question since we're talking about. Wouldn't be the first research. time for you, Elizabeth. So go ahead. <laughs> is there ever a time when you should not do market research? Um, if you can't afford it. Okay. And if you can't, and if you can afford to to lose the bet. So my situation is that if I lose my bet, although I'm planning on spending a couple hundred thousand dollars on this site, um, 
if if I, if things aren't going the way that I plan on going within the first yeah. six months to a year, I probably won't be spending all that money at that point. That's what I'm planning over the next couple yeah. of years. So, um, and again, I, I I really can say that if if I lost all that money, of course I'd be pretty upset. But it's not gonna, you know, it's it's I'm not betting the betting the house on it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're not gonna end up homeless. Yeah, not not right. So. That's the way most, again, we talk about smart business owners do, but, <laughs> but they do. They, when they make bets, they don't bet the farm. They, you know, they make calculated bets with a certain amount of capital that they have fully willing to lose it. Just like if you're going to Atlantic City or Vegas, you bring your money, you know you're going to lose it. Um, but if you win, you win. Um, hopefully your odds are a little bit better than going to Atlantic City or Vegas. So if you, you know, if you can't afford to do it, don't do it as long as you can't afford to lose your investment. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll talk to you in a couple days. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.